All right. So welcome to our discussion of Chapter 13, A Word of Advice from Rosamond Dujardin's Double Date with our Read Aloud Book Club. So yes, Ms. Carrie, what did you think? Oh, Ms. Carrie. That's me. I'm Carrie. <laughs> um, what did I I mean, this is like a big, I mean, it's funny because I guess this is just how it goes sometimes. Like the last, the, the last um, chapter was like nothing happened. Like she basically <laughs> just spent the whole chapter being like, I might maybe have a party. <laughs> and then this chapter, she told Mike how to get her sister. She <laughs> shared more about herself than she ever has with the man. She sat <laughs> through her party. She bonded with her grandmother. I mean, like, she's just like got a lot done. And she chapter. got a corsage. She got a corsage. Yeah. She's like, oh, yeah, totally. It's like, mm -hmm. I mean, whoa, she got a corsage and she didn't even go to the dance. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um. <sighs> You know, I forget like how it's going to turn out. I forget if she like is aware of his shenanigans or not. So we'll just have to see because I don't really remember. Mm, um, well, the, the question is, what would create more drama? I guess if she's not aware, mm, yeah. she's kinda like mm -hmm. she just like told him this and then spaced out and forgot that she told him. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, and he's like, and we'll see. yeah, his his. Well, what's the what were the, there were some things that we both laughed at. Oh, that first paragraph, actually, the very first paragraph, it said some stuff that was kind of Chicago-y. The second sentence, right? The weather was terrible. <laughs> Slush and sleet and raw penetrating wind. I'm like, oh my God, I lived that. That was, Chicago <laughs> weather is like no joke, especially that that weekend. One time, one time I was, it was that Christmas week and I had a friend visiting from Oklahoma, which is a not that cold state. And we went mm -hmm. down to the Chicago Loop and it was so cold and the wind was so harsh. It was like we used to call it, it was something called wind chill factor. And the wind chill factor was negative 80 degrees. Like, so your face is going to freaking freeze if you're not covered. And we, so we went to the loop and we were like, we literally could only go to one store and then we would run to the next store and then run to the next store because it was so cold outside yeah. and so windy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's, there's, you know, New York has some pretty nasty wind. Mm uh pretty nasty winters or it has in in my time mm -hmm. um but there's one spot in new york that became the wind tunnel like terror of my life uh, which uh -oh. was it's it's up it's it's at the corner of grant of um central park and fifth avenue Mm -hmm. And there's like the Plaza Hotel that's now an apartment complex and Bergdorf Goodman and like a game, like not game, a toy store. Mm -hmm. um, and it's just like, there's something about like the way all of the buildings are that it like shoots the wind, like right there, it will just pick up. So like, there's just dead umbrellas everywhere. Like every time <laughs> anything happens, there's just dead umbrellas and like, you get swept. You basically have to like get swept to whichever like building you're trying to get into. Mm, wow. Wow. Yeah. And I always think of that. Cause I, of course I've never done a winter in, in Chicago and mm. I don't know that it, it's, I'm ever going to, I don't know that it's like appealing to me in these descriptions. <laughs> well, they're also not like that anymore. I mean, you know, I've seen a change in my own life from how cold it was when I was a kid and the blizzards we used to have and how it's just, the climate is warming and it's not, the, the harshness isn't there anymore, you know? Mm, so I, see. I know it's kind of, kind of yeah. fascinating. So you have to go somewhere 
else, I think, to get that really bitter, bitter thing. The Arctic. Maybe. Even that's getting unseasonably, unseasonably warm in the wintertime. Boston had Boston yeah, winters like were relative more moist. to the Arctic. Right. The, right. Maybe south. Anyway, Boston had like moist winters. But Chicago had these just bitter, the cold was just like the kind it would just eh. Oh, and you also, and then you had a question too about the hen luncheon party. Oh yeah. What is <laughs> What's that? A, well, what do you think it is? I guess women having lunch. It is. It's but I chicks. have to think about that. It's chicks having yeah. lunch, literally yeah. chicks. The hen luncheon party. Yeah, that's one of these things like. Because the first thing I think it is, is it's a luncheon party where everybody eats chickens. <laughs> and you I was know, like, honestly, that's that so would... specific. <laughs> that would make more sense but there's no mic there for her to touch the knee of or you know to bump the knee of or or have his hand casually on her i this i really noticed that in this this chapter and the one before when they were on that hayride where like every mention of any kind of physical brush whatsoever you know but this didn't talk about this chapter was interesting because they said they were dancing this did, chapter did not talk about did she dance with the guy you know and yeah. did they do like swing dancing or was it like the waltz or like what was the dancing you know so i kind of we will never know we'll never know i want more details and like did nobody kiss each other at midnight i mean come on no kissing (laughs) so um but they had a great time with games and dancing and food like disco what just kidding kidding. oh my god the pause was so long you were just like (laughs) you're like i cannot compute <laughs> my daughter is not confusing the 1950s the 1970s this is not happening right now <laughs> i was just kidding you were kidding all right thank god phew you know i mess up that badly as a mother yep i really um, thought you were gonna laugh i didn't know you were gonna go into like <laughs> a vortex of shock <laughs> well disco is its own like anyway its own like black hole of like do you admit that you even you know experience disco you know at this point it's like you, you know um there was the whole there was the whole disco where the guy in wls would blow up disco records he made it, he was a joke he would like get a disco record and then he would he would you know it was a radio show right and he would just he would do the sound effect of something blowing up so it was always like what record is he going to blow up this week you know yeah 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 um yeah, so she goes and she bumps into him and he they they have a conversation. I mean, clearly they are actually friends because they're talking pretty openly about stuff that's on their mind. So there's got to be some kind of real friendship here, you know. Um, and then, uh, but then, yeah, she gives him the, the word of advice. Dun, dun, dun. You know? Yeah, I do know. Hmm. I I mean, you need a, you you just it's just gonna happen. Like he needed to understand that either way. You know what I mean? <laughs> like mm-hmm. like at some point, it's it's important that people understand each other, and he can break down Pam's psychology. You know, this is mm-hmm. just how emotional intelligence grows. <laughs> Somebody just tells you this is the system. <laughs> But wait, you know, think about that though. I mean, he's, well, and also remember we, we talked a couple chapters ago about, you know, Pam with like, has all these boys running around. She's got, she had like 
just at, at some point they talked about like 10 boys, you know, like mm-hmm. taking her out on dates and stuff, but it's down to these two basically, I guess. But he says this line, when I was hard to get, Pam wanted me. Now she's got me. She's hard to get. It, it's, yeah. it's just interesting. At what point in your life does that become self-evidently fucked up? You know, like, yeah, like this person is not really wanting me at all. It's they're looking for a status symbol or a, or a possession, you know, or, or a trophy, yeah. you know? Um, yeah. But he's not yet, like you say, emotionally intelligent enough to go, actually, that sucks. And so he's like, wait, no, I still really want her. So I'll play this game, you know? Like, yeah, and like it's interesting that, that even takes emotional intelligence because, like, what is blocking us from just knowing that that sucks? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, why is that not inherently a uh, like a a red flag that we just move on from? You know, mm-hmm. but that's just how it is. That's just how it is. Well, I guess it only works if you're, if some people are competitive and like to win, you know? So like if, if one half of the puzzle is, 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 is holding out in a way that makes them feel more valuable mm-hmm. and the other half is like competing with a series of other, you know, males in this case. And, mm-hmm. you know, then the, she's got, she's, she's giving herself artificially higher value. And so everyone's competing. And then the one that wins her is going to feel good in the eyes of all these other guys. And nobody's really thinking about the actual relationship here, you know? Yeah. It's an economy. Yeah. It's like an economy of, of uh, status. Well, yeah, it's true. It's true. And that, like, that is kind of like her deal, right? It's like she's mm-hmm. all about the economics of status. Mm-hmm. You, could, you can think of it that way. Mm-hmm. And it would be a, a, a smart way to think about it. Yeah, if that's your goal, you know, if your goal is to to win the economy, sure, you know. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. she's winning, but then Mike start instant. He starts instantly like touching Penny on purpose, you know. Yeah, it's it's wild that he doesn't like, you know, I mean, he doesn't even he doesn't ever consent. <laughs> I know he doesn't skip a beat. You know, he just yeah. Just, yeah. You know, well, and they don't really say though. I mean, but they didn't finish the scene though. The scene where he says he's going to he's going to walk all around with her and, and carry all her bags. You know, mm-hmm. I was expecting them to then wind up at home with him walking in with all her bags and to have Pam there to say, "Whoa, you did what? You know, like why'd you do all that for her? You know." But they didn't have that that little competitive scene, and so mm-hmm. that that felt like a missing. If I were doing the movie, you'd have to have it. You know, that scene happen. Yeah, you know. Because otherwise, what's the point? So there's no point. If this was his plot, there's no point for him to have done all that unless Pam was going to see it, right? So yeah, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> it's just sad. It's sad because it's so exciting when the person that you like likes you. You know? No. It's just like so sad that like we're watching this happen and we're just ruining it for the audience. But, I know, like, I know. Uh, Spoiler alert. Well, the th- you know, the thing is, I mean, he's well, okay. So is there other stuff about this chapter we can talk about besides? I mean, obviously I it laid this this serious groundwork, you know. And you know, and pay attention to our friends Lucius and Gran and their little thing is percolating, you know. 
Yeah, I don't actually really remember. I, I hear you say that, but I kind of have already forgotten them. So you're well, good. To okay, well, then you're just going to have to build the suspense for Lucius. Oh, shoot. Yeah. You're not going to tell me. Okay. No, of course I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> okay, okay. Oh, Lucius and Gran. Okay. Okay. Right. I'm, yeah, I sort of noticed them. I noticed mm-hmm. them. I wasn't really, you're right. I wasn't really paying attention. (laughs) Yeah. And that's good storytelling. You know, you wouldn't really pay attention to that, you know, like, you know, this is an ageist thing that we write off the older people, you know, so it's just like, you know, (laughs) no, they're never going to change. You know, nothing's weird is going to happen with them. But of course, mom, you know, is reasonably like young still. And she might wind up getting carted off by this news guy, you know, like to to Timbuktu or something. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I'll just she's playing on our uh, our prejudices. Well, so what do you think? What do you think about Penny? Was she like being a good sister here? Like, I mean, I was listening to some of the stuff she was saying. Yeah, and I was like, wow, she's really saying some shit here. Hmm. Interesting. I don't think I've ever pondered that. Hmm. I've never asked myself, is this a bad sister moment? Hmm. So interesting. I'm now like, what does that say about me? definitely it's like well she's getting because she's getting she's having this like intimate moment for the first time with a boy the boy of her dreams at mm -hmm. the price of you know betrayal is kind of a strong word but betraying her sister like actually like giving up some dirt on her sister to you know you know to have this to for her to experience this moment of closeness you know whoa yeah i just I mean, the thing is, like, I don't know how much this book is convincing me that currently Penny and Pam are like super close, Mm. you know, Mm. like, I don't know how much I'm like, oh, like, that's unexpected in Mm. the world where Mike is the person that she can talk to about journalism and blah, blah, blah. And like, Pam is like, what's up with you, you weirdo? (laughs) And you're just sort of like, what do you mean, sister? Like don't doesn't like Pam know her sister as well as she knows everyone else you know but she kind of like treats her sister poorly you know Mm. in a lot Mm -hmm. of instances so I don't don't know that it ever this is like just never occurred to me in Mm. the grand scheme of things is this considered a betrayal whoa well okay like let's like you know take it out of sister land let's say you have a girlfriend and you've got a guy who's saying you know and she, I mean, just look at this, the stuff she's saying, reading it out loud might've brought it more to my attention, you know? So it's mm-hmm. funny with Pam, it's a bottom of page 95, but I've seen it happen so often. I'm sure it's the case. Pam seems to sort of lose interest in a boy if she feels fairly sure of him, you know, like, and that's kind yeah. of, a, you know, it's kind of a shitty thing to say about somebody, you know? And it's always like that. Penny said, next page, Penny said faintly. Then when she can tell someone really likes her a lot, you know? Hmm. I know it's just it's like you know whoa you know oh I mean it's so interesting yeah honestly I think that personally and maybe this is like why I hang out in the circles that I do this is sort of normal like Pam's Mm. running around and manipulating and tweaking and you know confusing people and then people talk about people when they aren't there in order to try to understand what's happening like 
You mm. can almost think of it as like Mike is being is bewildered by a good amount of gaslighting, you know? Mm-hmm. And so he goes and he talks to someone about Pam. I'm sure he's talking to a lot of people about Pam, who he feels close oh. to, to try to understand what's happening. Do you think and so? Penny's Do you think person. so? Do you think so? Do you think so? I mean, I like, I guess I, I uh, literally in the 1950s, based on like this book, I don't know that we would ever have expected him to, but mm-hmm. in, in my current sense mm, of time mm-hmm, and place, mm-hmm. I would imagine yeah. that, yeah, like you would need to be processing, like what is happening, you know, mm-hmm. like, like which of these messages am I going to go with? Like I talked, I mean, I personally talked to everyone when I'm getting mm-hmm. weird mm-hmm. social, like mixed messages. I talk to everybody I trust because that's what helps me build a mm-hmm. framework that protects from manipulation and, everything else, you know? Right. But then, but then would you talk to that person's twin, twin brother or sister, you know? Like, I mean, like, here's the thing. I'm not close with any twins. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> but like if twin or not, like Mike is close with Penny, mm-hmm. you know, like, mm-hmm. well, so I guess I'm, I'm just, yeah, I'm not thinking Mike is doing anything unusual. I mean, this is what a guy would do. They'd go to her, her closest girlfriends to find out that's what they would do or her sister, who's at this point kind of feels like a girlfriend because they're all at school together. Right. But I mean, a girlfriend to Penny, I mean, to Pam, um, it's Penny, <laughs> like, like kind of throwing her familial connection out the window because of this, she says, you know, um, strong feeling of loyalty, loyalty to Mike. She's feeling a pull of loyalty, one to Pam and one to Mike loyalty, you know, like I can see caring I about her, caring about his I guess, her feelings. I, I guess I'll say this. I personally don't. It's hard to say because it, it does feel very taboo. Just starting to say this. Mm-hmm. But like the reality is that like social bonds, if you, you want to feel close to people all over the world who are not just literally the people you were born with. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to negotiate social bonds to the same degree that we have all been told loyalty to family matters. You know, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. you have to be able to see Mike as somebody who's uh, like a like a, a per, as real of a person as if he were family, you know, mm-hmm. in order to feel the willingness to want to ever make him family right? Mm -hmm. Like to be close to him. So it's not, I don't know that I'm, I don't know. I feel like I would get a lot of, I, there's a lot of people in the world that would disagree with me. I can already, I can already feel them. Not that people are really (laughs) going to listen to this, but I can already feel people being like, what? A sister (laughs) bond is the bond above all bonds. Mm. But like, I just, I just personally, I guess I just see humans as humans and bonds Mm. are as strong as both people feel loved and heard Mm. and safe, Mm. you know, like it's not so much about like the roles that you guys are assigned in your lives. Mm -hmm. It's about showing up for each other as needed. And I think in this particular moment, we're seeing a moment where Mike has like a very real need Mm. and, uh, Penny is open to bonding with him, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Like, well, this is, and I'm just, as you're talking, I was just realizing that this, the premise of this book is that you've got two very different people 
who are twins. And there's no other way to explore those differences. Like, because these two girls, if they weren't twins, they would have never been friends. You know, they would have never had the same people. They wouldn't have had people dropping over at their house at the same time, you know? So, Mm -hmm. so we get to explore this kind of difference between these two women because they're twins. Right. And, and, you know, that's the setup. So, um, so that's, so this is, yeah, it's just kind of a situation where, and also I would, I would, I would posit that Penny is not as socially uh, sophisticated as Pam. So Mm -hmm. she might be giving this advice and she, whereas, you know, Pam would immediately maybe know that this advice was what's going to happen, you know, and, and how it impacts. I mean, I don't think we can ignore the fact that in the same scene, we are re-reminded of when Pam made Penny Mm. uh, do this test for her, you know, and it's like a huge danger and, uh, and moral problem for Penny and Pam mm-hmm. did not care. Mm, yeah. <laughs> like, literally, like literally just did not give two fucks. Right. <laughs> like, just, and Mike knows just all like, about it and he still likes her. Yeah. You know, it's like, he's not, he's not evaluating anybody on their actual spirit. You know, he's just dazzled, you know? Yeah. yeah. <sighs> so it's not like they're all, it's not like every, like somebody's doing anything I guess I just, I feel like, I feel like it's overall, it's healthier for the human species if more people are willing to call out or like at least explain to others how people can manipulate each other. Mm. So I appreciate Mm -hmm. Penny just being like, well, you know, this is sort of just how she operates. Mm. Like, and you can play that game too, you know, like, even though I don't, I don't necessarily think that Penny, like, jumped all the way to you could play this game too but Mm -hmm. like it's healthier in the long run for everyone to understand the games everyone is playing Mm -hmm. in order so that you can like just you can give consent Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. like that's my Mm -hmm. it's more complicated than that is essentially what I'm saying Mm -hmm. you know yeah always more complicated than that So what did you think about this from a, I mean, did we learn anything from a socioeconomic point of view? <laughs> Is there any like global things in this chapter? Seem pretty straightforward. Yeah, I, I, hmm. Did I learn anything from a socioeconomics point of view? I mean, this was a plot chapter. This was a chapter moving, moving plot ahead. You know, it wasn't like, I mean, other chapters where they're doing more setup or they're doing more establishing or more character reveal. This is kind of a, now we know the characters and now they're making their moves and the plot is moving. The plot is thickening, so to speak. Yeah. I guess like, I mean, I liked when you brought up social economics, that was interesting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I I always think about the coziness of this party. Like I always Mm -hmm. imagine that it takes place because they have that one scene a long time ago where they are all hanging out in her living room and looking at the record player. Mm -hmm. And I just kind of imagine that this is an extension of that with like Mm -hmm. more people and they're all like lounging and hanging and Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And I think that that belies a willingness 
to enjoy people's company, which is like kind of a cheap activity versus like Mm -hmm. a status symbol party where it's like, Mm -hmm. you have to have all the glitz and glamor. And then who knows that the company is really that engaging for you. You know, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. those are my thoughts on it is that Mm -hmm. they just, I've always related to this kind of partying versus Mm, the glitzy where, where like the glitzy stuff is cool, but without the good company, I'm still bored, you know, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. like, so I'd rather be in somebody's living room having a wonderful time with people that are like, and bringing in the new year with a lot of laughter and stuff, mm-hmm. than be at the glitzy thing and like not giggling nearly as often. I want my mm-hmm. giggles per minute to be like up, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and just having just, and just good, you know, just solid fun game playing and dancing and hanging out with, you know, where no, there's no pressure, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It sounded like a great party. It's not like my kind of party. And I think this is, this book is being written for people like you and me kind of, you know, people who are, who are into this, you know, I don't know. So it'll be interesting if we ever get to the, the other books, like, are they written on the flip side, you know, like written yeah. more directed toward the Pams of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll be interesting. Cause I think they are, it's Pam is like the more central character in the next one, I think. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. okay well next chapter did i say penny learns the hard way dun, dun, dun. oh dear so, oh dear so soon oh so soon oh and then the next chapter is an apology oh and then the next that. chapter is disappointment <laughs> now I'm lost. and then the next <laughs> chapter is penny has an idea Oh, wow. Anything could happen. And then, I'm, and then, I, and then yeah. Penny has a problem. <laughs> <laughs> and then chapter 19, everything happens at once. Whoa. <laughs> and then the final chapter is senior prom. Okay. So that's how that's, that's how the rest of the book's going to go up and down and up and down and back and forth and up and down. Yeah. I'm, cool. I'm you know, I have no idea anymore, but mm-hmm. it'll be good. Whatever happens. Okay. All right. Well, thank you. And thanks everybody for tuning in and we'll see you next time for chapter 14. Yeah. Okay.